Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Well, 14 and 3 is a wild record. It really is. And it was, you know, not the most thrilling way to get there at the end of the season. And frankly, I was a little disappointed we didn't get to see the Eagles against the Full Go Giants because I wanted to see what would have happened. And we don't we don't know what would have happened. I'll tell you this. That would have been a that would have been a little bit of an issue. Because you know what we don't know is if the Giants had played their players would Jalen Hurts had been sort of kept in the turtle shell by Nick Sirianni. Or yeah, I or think, not. I I think that they were prioritizing his health above all else. And so yeah. I don't know though, because if they felt if they felt like they could reasonably lose the game, then they might have had to extend Hurts more. I don't know. I, I to me it was Almost like a layup with the Giants' backups. Look, the way they the way they practiced all week, the way they blocked things yeah. all week. I don't know that you just go back and say, "Hey, forget what we did blocking scheme wise all week. We're yeah. just gonna we're gonna for, erase it and start over and and go back." I, I, that's unlikely to me. All right. I just watched Look. Joe uh, lap his water up out of a bowl yeah, like, like a, a dog. Yeah, had to do it. Had it needed. To, it's can't. happening. Can't do peanut. It can't eat peanut butter crackers without some liquid. There's a bowl of water. There's a bowl. Yeah. Yep. There were no clean cups. They actually were. I will note. I say. I noticed <laughs> as I walked out of the kitchen area, there were about ten small little cups, like the kind of thing you'd get at, uh, I don't know, like a doctor's office, like if you were at a dentist, like when you rinse at yes, the dentist. Yes. Yes. Um, the problem is that they would have been better. I agree. The problem is they were in a uh, Ziploc. Oh. And so they appear to be somebody's personal cups, mm. and I did not feel it would be appropriate for me to, you know, delve into that. So I think I did the right thing. I'm HR compliant. <laughs> I didn't steal, um, but I, I did. Yes, I did. Just uh, <laughs> suck down water out of a bowl, which was, and it was kind of dripping down my my shirt, and the whole thing was a mess. Hey, um, <laughs> all right. So we're gonna get to AJ Brown audio with Mike Quick in a moment, but I got to tell you guys, I think there's a story in sports that did not get enough attention. In the last, I don't know, two or three days since the announcement came out, I thought it was fundamentally unfair, and I'm curious your opinion. I think the Bills got completely jobbed, and I mean royally jobbed, with the the agreement that the owners came to with with how to deal with the the Bills game against the Bengals being stopped and not counted and all that. Here's my question to you, because for those that don't know, I think everyone pretty much knows, but if you don't know, the Chiefs are officially the one seed, fourteen and three. The Bills are officially two seed, thirteen and three. The league made a determination that, that if they play each other in the AFC Championship game, it'll be at a neutral site. Okay, 
Here's my question, but not okay. Here's my question to you. Why, if the AFC title game is at a neutral site, which is essentially the league's way of saying the Bills might have won the game against the Bengals or the Bengals might have won the game against the Bills. It's basically what the league's saying. If the AFC title game is at a neutral site, why wasn't there a coin flip to determine who gets the one seed and gets the bye and doesn't have to play a game this week? I agree with you. I have no no good answer. That makes no, to me that's completely incongruent. On one hand, they're saying we don't know who would have won the Bills and the Bengals, so it's a neutral site AFC title game. On the other hand, they had to make a determination because only seven teams make the playoffs. Which team gets the bye? Why did they just hand it to the Chiefs, John? Why did they? I I don't know that. I answer. thought that was so fundamentally unfair, and it's not getting much attention. Yeah, people have just been like, okay, I guess that's what it is. Like, the I, Bills have to play an extra playoff game. I'm with you. Yeah, I, I, I think they should have done a coin flip. I, I 100% I mean, they had the inside track they for the one seed, and they beat them. They beat them. And I'm positive the Bills will use this as additional motivation. Yeah, I just – but, you know, that might not play be – an extra week. might not you know? be enough. Like, who knows, who knows who gets injured when they play this Saturday or Sunday, whatever the game – you know, like, I just I, – I don't know. Also, I've, have to play the Bengals in the second round as opposed to potentially the the third round if they had be. You know, what I mean, yeah. you're, you're, you're instead of facing the the Jags or the Chargers or whatever else that'll be. You know. Yeah, I I thought that was really unfair. All right, let's go to the phones. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Obviously, though, everything related to Demar Hamlin, John, since we last convened, uh, which for me was Thursday, for you guys Friday, just magnificent, I, I, un, unbelievable. And uh, you know, talking about he could get out of the hospital sort of soon, and it's just it's just an amazing. Well, seeing him tweet for the games I know. and like obviously the return to start the game and all, like it was it was magical. Yesterday. It is, it really it's was. it's really spectacular. All right, to so the phones. Let's go to Tyrone right now, in Middletown. Hi, Tyrone. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, Tyrone. Oh yeah, it was a rough win yesterday. Uh, a rough yeah, win. Man, <laughs> I don't mean to get off topic, but for a minute I thought I was listening to a rock station when uh. When you they let him with that rock and roll song, but sounded kind of good. There you go. <laughs> well, let's remember the Heritage is a rock station. Why oh, is yeah. YSP man for many years? <laughs> yeah, it, it gave me a, it was a throwback. There you go. Yeah, but um, but listen, um, this is my take on the Eagles game. Um, first of all, they won the game in the, the division. Jalen Hurts, you know, he looked like he's getting trying to get his rhythm back as a passer, and. Basically, they broke their losing streak. And, and also, you look at Jalen, I think that it showed that he can win a game without his legs being his primary weapon, which is important because if you look at the Jets, I mean the uh, Giants' defense, they were overloading the line. And one of the things I didn't like is that the Eagles didn't audible and basically go to that side that the that – the, the corner, whoever it was, and the and the linebacker were leaving that gap in the defense, and Jalen was subject to being sacked. But they they wouldn't adjust to that. And the fact remains, they did run the ball thirty four times and they passed it thirty five times, if I have my stats correct. But they put their passes together in groups of nine straight, ten straight, whatever it was. And they couldn't get any continuity on no rhythm with their entire offense. And I think going into the playoffs, you're going to find teams that that are going to recognize their tendency. And they're going to scheme against that and 
the Eagles adjustment should be to put in I was waiting for them to put in some different formation on formations on offense. Because they the pro set you want to watch when they play San Francisco, if they do, or even Tampa Bay, they're gonna to go to a two back scheme and they're basically gonna be blasting through their line but the, and then they're gonna soften it up with a pass. John, what, John, okay, Tyrone, we got you. What do you make all this, John? I mean, there's uh, getting uh, look. I, once they get back to the RPO offense, it's going to be unpredictable because it's ultimately going to be determined based on what the defense, how they're aligned. I mean, that's what the Eagles. And I, I'll tell you, John, they you, did the call it and run it runs yep. yesterday for a, you know a lot of the game. I mean, that that was our run game. Call yes. it and run it runs, yeah. where Jalen had no option to keep it himself, and we saw that it was less effective. I was very troubled when we would get into the red zone and the Giants would just light it up. They would just send blitz after blitz after blitz. We didn't seem like we had a plan. And I don't know if that's because they just went light on the the game plan. Uh, I can't – It, but you understand what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense to protect Jalen in the run game and then not in the pass game. You should have plans – to keep him upright yeah. and clean when they blitz, especially because you know that the Giants like to heat it up. Well, maybe they just trust Jalen's legs that he can scoot around. They trust Jalen's legs, but only in the pass game? You know, he's still well, going to get hit. He got hit. We watched hit, him yeah, get hit. But not too much. It, it wasn't too bad. Right? I mean, what you say? No, no, hold on. What, right? It wasn't too bad. It wasn't. Well, okay, you, great. You, yeah. you think it was- well, he still, he still had – free runners coming in and getting ready to blast them on those plays in the red zone in particular. Look, I only thought there were two or three times yesterday where I thought he took a hit where I'm like, yeah, I wish that hadn't happened. But for a 60-minute NFL game, that's not so bad. I just can't believe that we don't have a uh, robust enough passing game plan, like protection-wise and site adjustment-wise and hot route-wise to keep him well, more protected. I will tell you this, uh, and this is sort of similar to what you're saying, but not exactly. So we have grown accustomed now for, I would say, since the middle of last season on to talking about the Eagles as the best offensive line in football. Now, look, guys, I don't know all 31 other teams' offensive lines in and out. Like, we all watch football. It's not like I'm studying the offensive line of each team as, I, as we watch games. I'll just tell you this. I, John, find it hard to believe – that with the way the Eagles pass protect, that they're the best offensive line no, in football. No, they, they are. I think that it's is a, a major flaw. Yeah. It is a major weakness. Yeah. It's both tackles now with with Lane out of there because we know that she's Myelata has has really taken a step back this year. And I think what yesterday proved is Jalen absolutely makes this offense, but you have to let him make this offense special with the way you create the plays and the way you call the plays, and they didn't allow him to do that yesterday. All right, 215-592-9494. What you dwell on more as this season, regular season, is concluded, the positive, the 14th win, getting the win yesterday, the one seed, all that, or or how it has looked pretty clunky down the stretch. Let's go to Lou in South Jersey. Hi, Lou. Yeah, listen, fellas, I shouldn't have came to that. Uh, uh, you guys should have had your um, starters – all resting. You guys were fighting for your life. And uh, I'm a Giant fan, and I hope uh, we get the opportunity to come there again. We, we, ho- we hope so, too, Lou. Listen, you're going to have to beat us three straight, all right? Yep, yep. And these guys have been going to the Super Bowl since September, all right? 
And I hope you guys go because you know what? If you don't go, next year is going to be a memory. Yeah, you, you guys don't have LT anymore. We don't need LT. What I seen yesterday, I seen all your starters try to win against our backups. And you know yeah, well, what? That was starters? yesterday. That was yesterday, not today. But go ahead. Well, you, you, I hope you guys get to the Super Bowl because the joke's going to be on you. <laughs> and I think. That what a joke. We get in. to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Hilarious. Lewis, comebacks go, man. That was a, a, an 0 for 10. Well, you guys are a joke. I mean, really, because you, you guys have been going to the Super Bowl all summer. I mean, get there, win the game, and then talk. All right? All right, we'll do, we'll, we'll, we'll do, we'll do that. Lou, Lou, let's set up a phone call. Let's call it mid-Feb. Mid, Mid-Feb, mid we want you to call into the show, and we'll, 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 oh, we'll converse. Me, well, listen, here's the bottom line. If yep. you do beat the Giants again, I don't know if you're going to beat the Niners. And if you do beat the Niners, you got to beat one of those teams. And I tell you what, if you get to the Super Bowl and you lose, the joke's going to be on you guys. All right, well, listen, Lou, we're going to find out, my man. Look, the Niners could beat the Eagles. That is possible. I will, I will certainly cop to that. San Francisco looks like a formidable foe. I, I would have... I'm not going to say no fear against the Giants, but come on. The, the Eagles would, in all likelihood, mop up the Giants come playoff time. I mean, I, I do believe that, and, and obviously that call was absurd. Let's go to Seth the Media. What's up, Seth? Oh, man, how dare you? You know you got a 4-for-4 four four caller on hold, and you take a Giants fan over me? Dude, I know you're looking at that board. Dude. I'm looking at dude. that call. As Seltzer stacked him up. So you call Seltzer back, dude, and you blast that, him. I'm not taking this out on Seltzer. I love that guy. <laughs> so I got a bunch of things to go down. First of all, I want to say Reed Blankenship, for me, gets a game ball because that guy was all over the place. He made a couple of really big plays from the beginning of the game and even at the end wrapping it up. Um I, I don't really have a problem with the Eagles being, uh, you know, not being picked to, to go to the Super Bowl or win being, what, what were you saying, placed fourth behind the behind the Bills Correct. or behind the Niners. Yeah, Chiefs, yeah, Chiefs I, Bills, um, Niners. This is what I was saying to Celtic when I called. You know, I feel like um, they kind of play their best ball. Like, in the beginning of the year, people kept out and them, kept out and them. We knew what we were watching, but the rest of the country was like, nah, these guys are frauds, you know, and they just kept laying it on and laying it on. I, I agree with what Johnny's saying. They're hurt. They are kind of trending downward, but maybe, maybe this might be a good thing for them to kind of get a kick in the rear yeah, and be. step it up, you know, because like the way the Phils did, you know, they eked it into the into the playoffs yep. and then they turned it on, you know, because they got proven winners on that team. And I think Jalen Hurts is a proven winner. And I think a lot of guys on this team are going to be able, you know, Brandon Graham and Jason Kelsey. And, you know, these guys are, I, I think they're hungry. And I think they, you know, they could get a role in here in the, uh, in, in the, Look, uh, Seth, the it, can, it can help. I mean, that I do think probably helped sharpen the Eagles' minds a little in 2017 because they probably got scared a little bit. Yeah, I mean, they, they, sure. knew, they knew they were struggling down the stretch. Hurts is clearly the MVP of the league. That's something else I want to say because yeah. it, to see how important – I mean, playing is hurt is what he is, and he makes a difference. You know, and I know it was against the, you know, the Giants who were barely trying. Um, but still, I mean – for anybody to question that early on, I mean, he's he makes the biggest difference of any team, any player on any team for me. Um, that that's just where how I feel about him with with everything. And uh, you know, I I hope they can roll. I hope they can keep rolling. Real quick, uh, John, you know, lemurs have two tongues. No. Yeah, they got two tongues. One to clean their fur, and the other one, you know, for eating or whatever. You're kidding. No. That's kind of gross. <laughs> it is kind of weird. All right, Seth. <laughs> There's a factoid on top of a factoid right yeah. there. Here's a third factoid. Uh, A.J. Brown, congrats to him. As yesterday, as we all know, he broke Mike Quick's uh, record for yardage in a season. 
Now, it is the 17-game factor, which is going to make a lot of this stuff wonky as we move forward. Um, although I will say it's not like I ever thought in terms of, well, Mike broke the record and previously there had been 14 games or previously 12 games. Ruben Frank had a fascinating fact post game on uh, NBC Sports Philly yesterday that there's a guy, John, named Ben Hawkins who had more yards per, uh, per, uh, per game. And this was back in the, I believe, 14-game schedule. So who the heck knows? But, look, A.J.'s been spectacular. It's an incredible addition. And after the game, a couple interactions with Mike Quick, one of which was uh, – both of which were on NBC Sports Philadelphia. This is one of them. Uh, well, this was, I guess, from uh, – yeah, NBC Sports Philadelphia. So it's Mike Quick with uh, John Clark with A.J. Brown. And they're talking about, you know, the fact that the record's been broken. They get a little Jalen Hurts stuff going. Here's that interaction yesterday. So happy to pass the torch to this young man. And tell us a little bit about the day – that you had today? Um, I kind of just got off to an early start. Uh, uh, I could possibly, I, I was thinking I could possibly get the ball in the first play, and I, so I told him, if I get the ball, I'll break it the first play. <laughs> well, how special is that? Because his record stood for a long time. You had T.O., he was challenging the record but didn't get there. To have your name now at the top of that list in your first season here in Philly. It means everything. It means everything. I'm so grateful for this opportunity. Um, Philly trading for me here, and and uh, as soon as I got here, man, me and Jalen, we just didn't look back. And it's just been, it's been, it's been on go ever since. How important was it to have Jalen Hurts back, your leader, not only in the locker room leading, but on the field to have him back so he gets this experience going into the playoffs? Because it would have been four or five weeks yeah. for him yes. sitting. Yeah, it, it was, it was good to have him back, uh, not get some rust off. Uh, they didn't really ask for him to do too much. Uh, he, I think he did a good job for what they asked, you know, uh, but... You know, you want to come out and just, you know, knock some rust off because it's big boy ball now, you know, and it's the, it's the most fun time, man. Playing the playoffs is so fun because they let you play, yeah. and that's exactly <laughs> how I play. <laughs> how I want to play, so. He is a physical receiver, and he was, by the way, he was wearing a Mike Quick jersey during that, you know, paying homage to Mike, which that's is really cool. nice. Yeah, good stuff. John, he's, he's one of the guys they acquired who's been in the playoffs a decent amount. I mean, the Titans have played, a, you know, Bunch of playoff games the last couple of years, so he certainly knows what it's about. Now, he was on a one-seed Titan squad that got clipped. What was that, last year? Yeah, by the Bengals. Bengals, field goal at the end. Mm-hmm. You guys remember that? It was the divisional round last year, those games, John. Well, that was when the Greatest weekend. Yeah. Greatest weekend of four games I've ever seen in the playoffs. It's the most unbelievable. I mean, seriously, we're. I guess that was 50 weeks ago. And I just remember walking in here on a Monday doing our show and we and every caller were in awe with what we had just seen. It's, it's going to get real fun. And, look, it can turn nasty. I mean, we saw yesterday, you know, coming back from a commercial break on uh, – it was weird that it was a CBS game. You know, CBS shows you, you know, all right, Donovan versus Tampa. I'm like, uh-oh, what's going on here? And then it's the Eagles 3 versus Carolina. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And then they showed Eagles losing the Super Bowl to the Patriots in 4 I'm like, you're killing me. And then they show uh, Doug uh, Peterson and Nick Foles embracing. And I thought, oh, I, I, I think I'm starting to see the trend here. I get – and then the announcer's like, yep, yep, four times they've been the one seed. Here's the history. I'm like, okay. At least he gave me some context. I mean, Seltzer, that was outrageous yeah, yeah. until we had proper context of what was going on. All right, to the phones. Oh, by the way, congrats to Doug Peterson. Dougie P. Doug! About Peterson! Yeah, baby! Love it. Uh, yeah, love it. Hey, look, good job by him. Is it the best division in the world? No. Did he do as good a job this year as Sirianni with the Burts? No. But he got his squad to the playoffs, and his squad was a walking joke last year, and they made the playoffs, and I'm thrilled for Duck. 
Really, really cool. Let's talk to Jason and Ardmore. What's up, Jason? Hey, how you guys doing? Doing well, Good Jason. Morning. So I was at the game yesterday, and I was very concerned. I'm, I'm on John's boat here with what's going on. You know, like, it's awesome. We got 14 wins. It's awesome. We got the number one seed. But, you know, since the, that last Giants game when they killed them uh, and from the Bears game on, I'm actually very concerned with the coaching game plans that have been going in. And, you know, I was very in awe of how they handled the beginning of the season, how we got to that Bears uh, that week. I guess that was a week 15. And since then, I just, you know, I'm the game plan. Like, we should have beat the Saints. We should have had a run attack against the Saints from the beginning of that game. Could have, you know, not even had to use Hurts yesterday. But even with yesterday – like you had a six-point win versus Davis Webb, Brightwell. You had Galladay, who hasn't caught a touchdown in what three years, catch one versus Slay. Like we had our guys play a hundred percent of that game and yeah. come out. Like I mean, the Niners won thirty-eight to fourteen at home in a game where they just needed to, you know, get in there and, and win that game, and they took care of business. And yeah. it, I think it's very concerning. It is concerning point. right now. You know, the, if the the playoffs started, I don't know. I don't feel good about our chances against a team that looked as good as the 49ers did yesterday. And I know a lot of time will elapse before we end up having to play them. But the the trend, the, the way things are trending, is not positive for us. And, and we have so many questions, so many question marks, whereas other teams, they've gotten healthy. The questions are sort of eliminated. And, I, and I'm sure I'm glossing over some of the minutia that, you know, the 49ers are probably dealing with some stuff. But the way they're playing is uh, it's completely different than the way we're playing. We're, pro- we're, we're in, like, protection mode, and I don't think it's as simple as just, hey, once the playoffs start, we're going to unleash hell. Like, they, that's not normally the way it is. Totally agree, and that's where I'm sitting right now. And, you know, the accolades are great, but, you know, you saw the Packers, what, they've had the number one seed three out of the last five years or whatever and they were one and done basically i you know that's where i'm well, at right now and yeah. I'd, I'd love to see a different team come out in two weeks let's but. tell you this jason that's a good point i mean that that stuff can happen i mean we talked about it and john it happened in baseball as recently as two or three months ago whatever it was i mean you had the i mean first off the yankees they i don't think they were the one seed when the playoffs began but they they were on a pace for about three of the six regular season months that was just beyond absurd. And they couldn't keep that pace up second half of the season. They got clipped early in the baseball playoffs. The Dodgers got clipped in their first series. The Mets got clipped early in their first series. The Braves got clipped in their first series. So great teams can get clipped. I mean, it happens. Um, Are the Eagles vulnerable? Yeah, sure. Somewhat, but I'm not that worried. I'm really not. I, I feel very confident the Eagles will face San Francisco. And then it's going to be buckle up time, and then and then you start getting into a final four where I would feel all four teams would have a legitimate chance to win. Look, we've been we've been asking over the last month. Hey, our defense is sort of decoding this, and I don't know. Like you no. seem to think that they're not. No. Uh, we we've been asking over the last month. Can this team overcome some of these major injuries? And you seem to think that we just can. And we haven't seen it. We haven't seen it on the field. It's been five weeks since we've watched this team look like the best team in the NFL. And that, to me, that signifies some issues. 
Well, I, I'm not going to say it's not some issues. I, I just obviously am not as concerned as you are. But, you know, we'll continue to discuss it. 215-592-9494. Coming up, the Bad to the Bone Award, our version of Game Balls after the Eagles got another win, in this case their 14th victory. That plus all the calls up ahead. Plus Sirianni, what he said to Angelo this morning. You'll hear that in the 12 o'clock hour on 94 WIP. Hey, NFL wildcard weekend is upon us, right in front of us. And the easiest way to get into the playoffs is with FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. New customers, you join the day, you get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Now, let me repeat that because it's an awesome offer. You place a $5 bet and you get $150 in free bets guaranteed. Think about it. An incredible opportunity when you sign up using promo code HAMMER. Promo code HAMMER with FanDuel Sportsbook, which has all your favorite bets from money line to point spreads to player props and more. Plus, you can combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. Now, all these games up ahead, the six games wildcard weekend, obviously check them all out, the ins and outs, and figure out where you want to go when you lock in with FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 94WIP. Promo code HAMMER, always for the best deal. And again, in this case, a $5 bet gets you $150 in free bets, win or lose. So make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.